everyone, welcome to episode number two of the Scoop Phase. I'm Day Day. I'm Zach. He's Zach. Um, we're just going to talk a little bit about the last uh, GP, uh, the GP in Providence uh, that was pretty interesting if you're remotely into Legacy. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was weird because, like, Star City Games, all those uh, Legacy Opens have really spoiled us. I mean... We're so used to seeing all the same decks. Like, oh, there's a Force of Will deck. There's a Force of Will deck. There's a Force of Will deck. And it's all the same stuff. It's all standstill. It's all uh, all the same thing. And then the first and second place decks are not what we're normally accustomed to seeing. Yeah, we saw a Hive Mind deck finish second. Barely. It almost won. And we saw a Control. Control deck that didn't have force yeah, of wills. It is not a control deck at all. It's a it's a bant aggro deck. A bant aggro deck with just no forces. Locks you down with Vendillion Click and Jace. And a Miser's Tarmogoyf. And a one of Tarmogoyf, which is really odd, don't you think? Uh, I mean, I can see. Well, no, I can't see it. I don't know why he's not running more than one. <laughs> he knows his deck better than we do. But of uh, course. uh, before our little recording, Day Day was asking, "Why is he running this? Why is he running that?" Like. The main reason he was wondering was uh, the one of Mazavith in uh, Rinkowitz's deck, and the uh, what was the other card that we were talking about? One of Dryad Arbor. The I mean, Dryad Arbor. Normally, you only see that in No Bant. You see that in you see that in No Bant, and you see it in Show and Tell. Yeah. Uh, because they're going to show and tell a natural order, or they're going to natural. Uh, no, no, they show and tell, or they're going to natural order the Dryad Arbor. That's yeah. Know, well, see, the thing is, like, Dryad, for. <laughs> anything running green, and they're they're not a aggro deck, should probably run Green Sun Zenith. I think even aggro decks can run the Green Sun Zenith. And uh, the reason why Dryad Arbor is so good is it is a, uh, with Green Sun Zenith in your opening hand, you play a green source of mana, you ramp it growth on turn one. Now, that Dryad Arbor is going to have summoning sickness, so it can't tap for anything. But... You're gonna start turn two with three mana. I turn two now the Quarry without even having to cast a, uh, a like Nova Hierarch of Birds seems pretty good. Yeah, it seems real good. I mean, turn two, you're you're obviously fetching hopefully the first land, so you've already got a land in there. Turn two, three, three, and I don't know. It, to me, I don't I don't like it because it's a land that you can kill, but. There's who, no way people people are not going to waste their kill spells on uh, a Dryad Arbor. Because look at the kill spells right now in Legacy. You've got the Zudex running swords. Or, well, they're running uh, with swords, path, chain path. lightning, and bolt. And, and bolt and lightning helix. and Some of them run lightning helix, not everybody. But they're not going to waste a bolt on a land. Like, they're not going to kill a 1-1. One -one. Are you... Are you Gonna bolt a turn one uh, Llanowar Elf if you're playing against Elves? No, you you uh, wait. No, no. I, I mean, really, the only things I really want to bolt against Elves are Heritage Druids and Arbor Elves. No, not Arbor Elves. I don't like Arbor Priests. Elves. <laughs> they kill the entire deck. Like, what are you talking about? It's like uh, Llanowar's fine, but Dryad Arbor. Screw that. I hate that guy. No, no, no. Anytime you can. If you're playing someone's mana, I'm down. No, if if you're playing against combo elves or aggro elves, either one. Look, you, look, I'm not debating whether Dryad Arbor's a good card or not. I mean, 
It's a land that can attack a block, tap for mana, you can fetch it, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a it's an all-around ridiculous brick shit house of a card. That's another reason why it's in the deck, because, oh, I've got no blockers. Oh, I'll alpha, alpha strike for the win. I'll pop a Misty Rainforest and search up my Dryad Arbor and block. My turn? Yeah, and I'll another my guy, land and win. Another guy was talking to me earlier about it, and he was saying, you know, it's like, uh, might even have been you. It's like, uh, some of the cool edicts in response, you pop a fetch and go grab Dryad Arbor and sack Dryad Arbor. That seems pretty was good. Was that you? No, it wasn't me. Uh, oh, okay. You've probably been knocking up the Twitter at the at the scoop phase. No, I think it was either Todd Anderson or some other guy I was playing with earlier. Yeah, but uh, the other deck that made the finals was the Hive Mind deck. Now, it didn't actually get posted for whatever reason, nobody's found out why uh, the mothership didn't upload the hive mind deck, which came in second place. So I have the hive mind deck right here in front of me. I'm just gonna skim through this really fast, and we're gonna go over it for a little bit, and then we're gonna move on. This deck ran four hive mind, four show and tell, three in recall. The tell what storm. hive mind is before you go off. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Hive mind is an enchantment. It's five and a blue. Whenever a player casts a spell, each of that player's opponents copies that spell. The main win condition for this deck is to land an early hive mind, whether it be by uh, ramping up to it with a grim monolith or playing show and tell on turn two. So you all you all you have to do is drop the monolith or drop the uh, hive mind, and once that's in play, there's really no way for you to lose. Yeah, I mean if you show and tell it in, if show and tell there's results, there's not really a win. way to lose. I mean. The only thing I can think is if they packed. No, because it, it's a triggered ability, right? Right. Could you in respond like close and grip the enchantment and no, nothing happens? After no. That? No. It, uh, it once that, once Hive Mind's in play, it, it's most likely going to be your turn unless something funky's happened. But if it's your turn, you have priority once Hive Mind's in play to cast any of your packs. Uh, if you happen to have the bad hand where you just have Pact of Negation as your only Pact, then you're going to be light against Cross and Grip and really hope they don't have Cross and Grip. If they don't, or if you have a Pact of the uh, Pact of the Titan or Summoner's Pact, you win right there. Oh, yeah, because I mean, it was so funny. I saw uh, James in the finals. He, uh, you know, tur or game one, it, you know, he got like turn three hive mind, and he tried to daze his copy of the... Uh, no? No, that wasn't James. That was uh that was in the top four, I believe. Top four, top eight. Pretty sure it was game one of the finals. Uh I, I don't watched know. it, you were at work. I don't care. Uh, but, he, anyways, a guy dazed his copy, trying to cancel his copy of the Summoner's Pact, I think, or Pact of Titan, and it uh <laughs> uh didn't realize how Hive Mind worked. Didn't so realize how it worked, so it's the pilot of the Hive Mind deck was like, Okay, I copy your days, target your days. And it counters it because he was tapped out. It was brutal. But here, here's the here's the rough uh, deck list that came in second place. It's four Hive Mind, four Show and Tell, three Emrakul the Aeon Storm, which is a Plan B for Show and Tell. Show and Tell and Emrakul seems it's it pretty good for a Plan B. Uh, only three Force of Will main deck, three Mental Mist up main deck, three Intuition, four Pact of Negation. Two Summoner's Pact, three Pact of the Titan, two Misdirection, which I'm sure came in very handedly. Main board Misdirection is rough to play against. I love it. Like, uh, Misdirection was on my list of the most underplayed spells I mean, in Legacy. It's basically a force of will. 
At the worst, they force a will, and you misdirection. And they're going to counter that, too. force a will into, your, into their own force a will. No, you have to, you, a spell can never counter, or target its own spell. What? If you, if, somebody, if you cast something and they force a will it, and you misdirection, you have to target something else. You, what you do is you misdirection and make it target the misdirection. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you like. I'm glad you cleared that up for me because yeah, I, upon I, resolution, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, upon resolution, misdirection is still a legal target on the sack. So you just change that, and then when that when the force of will tries to resolve, it fizzles because your misdirection is already gone. That's how the misdirection trick works. Word. But the main part is, I'm sure Team America was in legions at Providence. I'm sure. I, I have no clue. I haven't I don't seen think any they're of the calling numbers. It Team America. I think they're just calling it Bog now. Uh, yeah. I saw oh, the a bug bunch decks. of bug. Yeah, I saw a bunch of bug controls. Like, it, him to Turok, I'm sure, was one of the most played spells at Providence. And it didn't even. How, like, did it did it top eight at all? Um, I think so. That okay. or Rug did. One or the other. Uh, yeah, I think Rug did. The Rug. That was Rug No Show. That, uh, I can look it up. Todd Anderson uh, actually top aided Star City Games in Louisville with Rug No Show, but for some reason Glenn Jones over at Star City Games decided to call it uh, uh, No Bant instead of No Rug. But um, you got you got the the bugs up there. Yeah, there's no bugs in the top eight. Yeah, I mean I think it just got heated out. People God, how it. ridiculous is it to see a blue a deck with blue. Period. Just any blue in it that's not ad nauseum win a Grand Prix. Uh, sorry about that. That was an ad. <laughs> um, I don't know, but like the uh, the the high find deck, I really love. I really want to build this deck. I've got a buddy that uh, snipes some nice force wheels. A playset for one seventy five. That's a steal easily. So he's going to let me uh, borrow one if I ever feel the need to build this deck. Uh, I got down to... It's running Grim Monolith, um, obviously. Yeah, for the I got down to Misdirection here. So it was running uh, three Grim Monolith as the, the mana accelerate, which I which love Grim ridiculous. Monolith. ridiculous, yeah. You just play it, and then next turn you untap and play Show and Tell. Yep. Uh, well, you don't even need that. You just need three lands for that. Uh, that's for hard casting the Hive Mind. Because that ramps you from one to five, yeah, or from two to five, or two to six, two to six. Because two, tap that, play Just the running monolith. All the digs, next turn six. Brainstorm, ponder. Brainstorm, ponder, and then there's the lands. Four island, four basic islands, two city of traders, four ancient tomb, and two volcanic islands, and then all the fetches. Se- seven fetches of your choice that search up blue lands. It doesn't really matter. He ran two deltas, two tarns, two rainforests, and a flooded strand. It honestly just does not matter for this list because they can all fetch the islands or the volcanic islands. They can fetch all of the lands. I, I think right. it's for, you know, it's always for flushing away the bad brainstorms and the bad ponders. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Well, of course, you get a shuffle off a of ponder no matter what, but... Well, you uh, you can get a shuffle off a of ponder. If you see one of the cards in the top three that you want, but not the other two, yeah. And then the si- the sideboard, it has three land one because uh, or low one. I'm sorry. Well, because Mirfolk, uh Yeah. I was reading tournament reports somewhere. It was like twenty, like twenty percent of the meta. Yeah, that's something sounds, ridiculous like that. that. That sounds about right. Uh, w- the fourth force of will and the fourth mental misstep for obvious reasons. 
uh, for Layla and the Sanctity, I've been playing this deck on Workstation, and the only thing I can think of that Layla and the Sanctity comes in against is Ad Nauseam or Discard spells, like Hymns and Thought Seizes. I mean, I can understand that, yeah. but if you don't get Leyline in your opening hand, you can't cast it. Unless you show and tell Leyline into play, which seems awful. You show and tell Leyline into play, you're you're balling. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> that seems ult- good. Ultimate slow roll. You got Leyline and Emrakul in your hand. You're like, show and tell. And they're like, okay, card. And you're like, reveal Leyline's sanctity. I still got this Emrakul. Go. Um, it runs. Unless you just know they're flopping a Sower of Temptation out and respond. <laughs> Yeah, and then the three Mind Break Trap and three Ravenous Trap make up the rest of that sideboard. I don't like Ravenous Trap as a hate card for graveyard decks. Uh, Mary Mary Jacobson and I, happy birthday, Mary. We're talking about uh, how to beat Dredge. Uh, Or actually, all the graveyard decks in Legacy. And she, uh, Ravenous Trap is actually one of the least played cards right now as graveyard hate. Just because it's not that good anymore. Yeah, uh, Leyline's tough. It's, if it's not in your opening hand, you pretty much got a dead card in your hand. No, not Leyline. Ravenous Trap. Oh. Did I say Leyline? Yeah, I think you said Leyline. I meant Ravenous Trap. Ravenous Trap is one of the, the worst cards. Against well, it's, re- it's reactionary. It's not proactive. You know? Yeah, like... If Dredge knows that you have Ravenous Trap in your hand... Baby needs to shut up! <laughs> baby does need to show up. It doesn't even have my ankles. Those are some... Anyway, I, we digress. Let's, uh, let's move past this. Uh, anyway, Ravenous Trap sucks is a uh, graveyard hate card. Anyways, uh, let's move on to... Uh, Pro Tour Nagoya. No, 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 no. I want to talk about Paolo and, and... Oh. I want to talk about his deck. It, the runners-up? Pretty ridiculous. I mean... He's got two win cons in the deck. It's basically control disruption, just own you until I ultimate a Jace or beat you down with factories. That is a Grixis list, right? Uh, Red, white, blue? No. No? It's it's bug. It's bug? Yeah, it's... I didn't know he ran green. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the green's for. Let's see here. He's running green for Life of the Lone. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. And, um... Because I heard about a Grixis uh, standstill list that was doing really well. Running it literally for Life of the Lone, which is kind of odd. Like, you can't fit, like, one Tarmogoyf in there. Like, just one to bring the beats. Well, he... That's not even the, uh... Fucking babies! <laughs> you need to get an ad block or something, because those babies are insane. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Those fucking TCG player babies. <laughs> um, the, the life of the loam is for the, uh, Mishra's factories. It's a standstill deck. It's not supposed to out-aggro yeah, anybody. it's not. It's just gonna make you want to hit somebody, but... I mean, if there's anybody that's going to pull a deck off that's got to literally stick to a plan, it's going to be Paolo. I mean, he's yeah, like anybody what, to play top him. three in the world right now at this game. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd put him up there. Like him and Wapo Top. Oh, I'm going to get so much hate mail for that. Too soon. Well, he, he comes. Soon. He comes back in what, like four months? About four years. No, no. Imagine now I get suspended for like a year and a half. 
and Waffle Top and, uh, and the other two years. nameless dudes like get suspended for like six months. Yeah. But uh, Pro Tour Nagoya, what do you think? The block group? Block Constructed. Block Constructed is going to be pretty cool. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about the Block Constructed format. Uh, I personally don't like Block Constructed. I just. What I, do you think? What do you think the best card in Block Constructed is right now? Grand Architect, probably. Really? Yeah, Grand Architect and uh, Phyrexian Metamorph, I think, are the two most powerful cards. Because I know, I, I haven't really been following it post-New uh, Phyrexia, but I know, like, midway through Mirrored and Besieged, the Grand Architect decks were one of the best decks in uh, block. Is that some, like, random Infect decks that were doing really well? It's got to be a good red deck. Mono red deck uh, with uh, Koth, stuff okay. like that. Uh, especially with Volt Charge and New Is there, is there any black control? Uh, there's going to be a black control deck. Right? I don't really know. Mono black, there's not really much for mono well, black. Well, I mean, especially like, when you're talking block because... Because they what? What do they have for mono black and, and block? They have Obliterator? They have easily the best mono black card, Phyrexian Revoker. I mean, duh. Uh, that's horrible. The, they Why have do you hate that card so much? It's so good. Revoker or Obliterator? Revoker. Do you know what Revoker does? Everything plus more. What does Revoker do? Uh, it's a pithing needle minus the lands. You can't name lands. That seems pretty awful to me, especially main deck. What fetches are there in blocks? None. What man lands are there in block? Uh, Ink Moth Nexus. Ooh. All right, response well, reactivation. Right. I'll gut shot for free. I don't think anybody's going to be running gut shot. I think there'll be a gut shot no. in there. No. One or two. No. Especially for those dirty ink moths. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm wondering. Just to make my argument better. I'm wondering how 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 much uh, Soul Sisters is going to be. How much of Soul Sisters is actually just Sutra Priest, right? No. Like, the combo is actually in the block. They have Sutra Priest, Leon and Royal Quarter, and Metamorph. I wonder if that's actually going to be a, de- a thing. I mean, I don't know we'll how much reach it has. Yeah, in a few we'll, weeks. Yeah. After uh, Pro Tour Nagoya. Yes, sir. Um, trade, bring your foils so you can trade for Japanese appar- foils. Yeah, apparently in Japan, English foils are just as as treasured as Japanese foils here. And apparently Todd Anderson has the awesome idea of just going over there with a bunch of English foils and trading them one for one for Japanese foils. They both win there, so... Pretty good idea. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like getting a Dutch rudder. That seems awful for this, sir. Uh, people, please don't Google Dutch rudder. That is, um, that is a NS not safe for work right there. Um, of course, if you're listening to this at work, you probably should get back to work right now. Yeah. But uh, uh, speaking of soul sisters, that, that really leads us into our next topic. Uh, recent, last weekend, uh, Day Day and I went to Montgomery, Alabama for, uh, to... Visions. Visions cards. Visions games? I so, think it's just Visions. Visions? Okay. Uh, went to Visions for uh, Star City Games Invitational Qualifier. Uh, sadly, only 14 people showed up to it, but you know what? It was still a pretty good field. I mean, we had some Cowboy decks. We had some Infect. We, I saw one kid just... Glistener Elf on turn one and winning on turn two and just retarded fashion. Yeah, it's weird. It's a green blue 
poison pump deck. Yeah, he, he was running. If just, they have a distortion strike and you don't have a cancel for it, you lose. Yeah, he was just distortion striking and swinging for ten, like on turn two or turn three. It was really insane. How did you do, Day Day? Anyways, how did you do? Uh, I believe Day Day played a Grand Architect deck. And went 0-3 drop. Went oh, what did you lose against, Day Day? What did you place around one? All right, I lost to the the guy that eventually won it. We, he was running vampires, uh, red-black vampires. And I lost to another guy running uh, Callblade, which just is fucking annoying. And I lost to another guy who killed me on turn two both times. That was the poison guy, right? No, he was... Oh, yeah, that was the uh, Immolating Soul Eater. He would Immolating Soul Eater and then, like, Assault Strobe. And then pay... Pay 10 life and then hit you for, like, 18 and then burn you the next turn or something like that. It's yeah. stupid. Um, it, it was terrible. I, I tried to run Tezzer in my Grand Architect, or Architect deck and it didn't work. Um, yeah. It's... it's I'm... Change it to Splash for White. It's running better. And on the opposite end of that spectrum, uh, I went, uh, I came in second place. I went 5-1 and one in Swiss, and one in top eight, one in top four, and lost against my friend Adam Legere in the finals. I know I'm pronouncing his name wrong. I honestly don't know how. Adam, I'm sorry. But I was running Soul, White Green Soul Sisters, uh, like yeah, I was yeah, talking the, about the last podcast. The deck podcast. we talked about last week. Though. Yeah, I didn't really get into the deck list, though, because my internet kept screwing up. Yeah, your, your internet did screw up. Anyway, he's running, like, your typical Soul Sisters deck with a splash for green for Fauna Shaman. Vengevine. And Vengevine. Lead the Stampede. And Lead the Stampede. It's very interesting. Yeah, Lead the Stampede and Fauna Shaman are by far the, the MVPs of the deck. It gives the, like, it gives the deck so much reach. But, uh, I mean, I faced some decks, like, round one was just a heartbreaker for me because I lost to not one, not two, not three, but four color Callblade. Yeah. I mean, four. you got a splash for Grave Titan. He was splashing for Grave Titan <laughs> and Inferno Titan. You, and and was, he, was he running any of red removal or black? No. Removal? No, just splashing he, for those times. No, no. He was, Get there. He, he was splashing red also for Dragon Master Outcast. You don't even know what that does, do you? I, is it the leveler? No, Dragon Master Outcast is the one red guy, 1-1. One, one. As long as you have six or more lands at the beginning of your upkeep, you get a 5-5 five, five dragon token. Seems good. Not really. <laughs> Seems fucking terrible. It, uh, it, like, it was an awful deck. Like, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but you've got to... You're way too greedy with that deck. You were so lucky I didn't draw any tectonic edges. Like game one, I literally drew three lands and had four Venge Finds in my graveyard. Yeah, tech edge is a house right now. Game two, I drew 13 lands and like three spells. Uh, uh, Played a lead to Stampede and got one creature off of it. That almost never happens with my deck. Yeah. But I just went through, through, like I went 5-0 after that, made top eight. Uh, I was in second place after Swiss, I believe. And uh, top eight, I faced against Mono Black and ended up out Phyrexian obliterating him. He put, he dropped an obliterator. Oh, that was a good match. Next turn, I dropped a Metamorph, copying his obliterator. Then you Fauna Shaman for another Metamorph. And I Fauna Shaman for another Metamorph. And copied the, the another next obliterator. Turn, I got a second obliterator. 
And then at that point, I was swinging for uh, six in the air with my uh, Sarah's Ascendant every turn. So he just, like, tried a desperate attempt, and I just blocked with an obliterator, and my chair almost broke. And not, not to mention, you were at, like, three. Yeah. No, no, you were at, at two. one. No, I was at two. You were at two. And then I dropped a, a creature, got me a three, paid the two life for the metamorph, dropped the obliterator, obliterator number two. So I was at one. Ooh. And, uh... I was at two. Well, he was playing with I, I, I had to, It's not going to rip a bolt or anything. Yeah, that, so. Well, no, no, no. He, he, I've dropped the metamorph, which gained me back to two. If that, if that soul sister wasn't in play, I was dead. Because you remember, the next turn he had Geth's verdict. He Geth's verdict. He, he sacked the sister and had, had one to, life left. Yeah. And then you, but you had two obliterator copies. Right. And he just had one obliterator. And finally he had to trade. Mm-hmm. He sacked up all his lands and that obliterator, and you just brought the five fives. Yeah, I, I, I kept my Fauna Shaman and my obliterator. He kept a swamp and then dropped something. I can't remember what he dropped. But uh, it ended up being not, not enough. Like It was a really good game. That was, that was a close match. Top four played against a really funky green-black deck using Birthing Pod and Mimic Bat. I really like that deck. It was weird. I it's mean, back a sh- it was it was cute. It sacks a worm coil and to go grab Shieldred, and then next up he he gets his worm coil back. That was really cute. Like it was, it was too cute. I cannot imagine that he has played against very many Callboy decks recently. Because no. Feast and Famine just seems to wreck that deck. Yeah, but I, uh. I, anyways, we're moving on to our next topic. We're we're done with our tournament report here. Because Mr. O3 dropped doesn't want to talk about it. Because Mr. O3 dropped myself doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, um, we're gonna take a quick second break. Okay, guys, we're back uh, on the scoop base here after a quick little break. Uh, my mother called me looking for my little brother. My little brother came over to watch a movie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Obviously, we like the Prodigy. That's why he's uh, that's why they're kind of our opening music. I've never heard of them. He's never heard of them, but they're one of the best bands ever. Um, I don't know. Our our next subject on on uh, the phase as we're calling it these days. Is I the, call it the scoop phase. The the scoop phase. Anyways, um, Stone you contradict Ford. me in front of the, your mother again. Mom. Anyways, Stoneforge um, Mystics getting banned. Supposedly. It is so, it is so going to get banned. I mean... I think we're actually in agreement on this. It might... We might be. I, it I, is I, definite. I don't see how it doesn't get banned. Um, I don't either. I, it, something's got to be done, because when you think about standard right now, you just think of this dismal... I, I'm not playing Stoneforge and the weapons, or the equipment. I, I'm just wasting my fucking time. Like, you got to remember... Equipment's not very old. Like the it's whole the vile effect. Had the if it just tooted up the card, it wouldn't be that ridiculous. It's the I'm gonna drop an equipment, and if you can't just kill it outright, yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, see the equi- It's also that the equipment it's getting is very very powerful. It's like Batter Skull would not even be seeing play without Stoneforge. Well, I'm I'm not saying that. I'm saying Stoneforge or Beast and Fame would probably see play. Alright, let's put it this way. If Stoneforge way it was right now and had less powerful equipment, it wouldn't be as bad. No, like, it, it though. Like if if the best equipment in standard right now was Basil's collar or something like that, nobody like Callaway probably wouldn't be a deck. But if Stoneforge Mystic was not the way it was and we still had the, the same things, 
it's the Cowboy wouldn't be a dick. It's the fact that they're both both broken. Well, it's the together. fact that they can either turn two, refill their entire hand with birds, or they can turn two, go fetch a batter skull and flash it in on the end of your turn three. Yeah, but uh, I mean, there's nothing you can do, dude. Well, unless you're unless uh, there's nothing you can do. Go ahead, and answer it. Well, I mean, gain a billion lives. Gain a billion lives. That's okay, all you yeah, gotta you do. Can gain a billion lives, but I mean, sure, that's gonna be like one mana leak away. Not really. But I, I digress on that subject. The way to beat Callblade is just to study a lot and hope they get bad hands. That's the end of play main deck artifact. Run example. four tech edges. Get rid of the freaking, you know, because I got beat with a Celestial Colonnade holding the Batter Skull. Yeah, the guy got to that much mana. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> funny. Um, like I could just see a, a, a have you seen skull any just of, flying through the air. Have you ever? Have you seen any of mirror matches right now? It's just unfun, boring. Two batter skulls hitting each other until someone draws an answer. I, I really don't like call, like watching Callboy decks play because oh, it's the same shit. It's like watching an, a ad nauseum. No, ad nauseum. See, I just think that Stoneforge is too strong for standard. The deck's too consistent. No, it's too fast. No. It's way too fast. Dude, if people are playing it and they're saying it might be the best two drop in Legacy, how the hell is it fair for it to be the The best two drop? It's It's not fast, but it's like a fucking train on the tracks and you're in the middle of the tracks and you're watching it come at you and there's jack shit you can do about it. You gotta move. You can't move. You gotta cut the only pussies rope. move. You gotta but, no. What I'm saying is, is you can't get out of the way. Okay, you kill their stoneforge. Okay, all right. Well, they still got a weapon. Okay. From the tutor. Okay. And they're no, gonna get it on a hawk. Eventually. And then they're you're, they're gonna win because as soon as you lose card advantage, you lose. Regardless, I think stoneforge mystic should be banned. There's no doubt. I mean, yeah. when every deck is like, uh. What's the main problem with this deck? Oh, it's not splashing white for Stoneforge, or it's not running Stoneforge. Or like, Jace. Oh, well, Jace... It doesn't pass the Jace. Which, Jace will not be banned. I, I guarantee think, that. But J- Jace isn't that much... Uh, the best three cards in, in Legacy, go. Or, I mean, standard, go. Standard. Uh, Stoneforge Mystic's number one. Jace is number two. Uh, number three is... Feast and Famine. Batter Skull over Feast, I think. Okay, Batter Skull. Batter Skull... So, uh, so, a tie between Batter Skull and uh, I don't I don't know I, I guess I think Batter Skull Batter Skull okay. okay so or uh, Inquisition 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 is really good but I don't think it makes the top three um, I put that at four I think so so you're telling me the best synergy between two of the top three cards in standard right now are used in every pretty much deck that run them. Yeah, like well, it's yeah. that's the only two reason those cards are in the deck. Yep, and you get rid of one of them, and it doesn't seem that much cr- more crazier. Mainly, if you got rid of Batter Skull, it would just go back to the same Feast and Famine grab or or Mirror Match uh, War and Peace grab. But yep. it. What do y'all think, listeners? Like, do y'all think uh, Stoneforge should be banned? Comment below and be like, hey. This shouldn't be banned because of this. Or this should be banned. I agree with y'all. Y'all are smart people because of this. Yeah. Hashtag ban Stoneforge. <laughs> Hashtag ban 
hashtag ban Stone Cold. That, that, that has a ring to it. But the, the reason why I'm saying that, that Jace will not be banned because it's already confirmed that it will not be banned by Marrow. I don't think it'll get banned. There's just no way for it to get banned. Yeah, Jace will not get banned. He, he does change the battlefield once he lands, but it's not like Stoneforge. This is what I'm predicting. I'm thinking, now that Stoneforge is actually seeing a lot of play in Legacy now, like it, it started like with nothing... And then it kind of got, got a little bit bigger. I'm running them in my some, deck. Some of them were running it. A lot of them were like, eh, it seems too slow. And then all of a sudden, everything running white has Stoneforge Mystic. He's quintessentially better than what? What's the second best two or one drop in Legacy for Darmagoid. white? Oh. Mother uh, of Runes. Mother of Runes. Sarah Avenger. That's double white, though. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm just saying. That's tough. And it doesn't come down until turn three unless you have a Nathan Vile. Yeah. It, I, it, I digress. It, it's like having a Nathan Vile on a stick for weapons. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. And, but and, I think, and but, you know as well as I do, if you can play anything at instant, instant speed. Yeah, it automatically makes it better. And it's incancelable. Incancelable? Uncounterable. There you go. I hate how new you are. That I, I hate this man, correct terms. This man is still very new to magic. It is weird for me because I know what counter spell was when I first started playing. And cancel was cancel counter the first time cancel was difference. printed. First time cancel was printed was when I started playing in Time Spiral. That's the very first time it was printed. Either way. And like I still knew what counter spell was. And everybody's always said counter spell, counter spell, counter spell. This man says I cancel it. With everything, but like cryptic command, cancel your spell and draw a card. But like, what? What are you doing? That's counter spell draw. Counter cancel. Get off my, anyway, get off my back. Anyway, um, uh, we can talk about. Let, let's talk about Gavin Verhey. He is a. Uh, he hosted his very first overextended uh, tournament on Magic Gathering Online, and it saw, I believe, sixty-two players enter. Which is pretty ridiculous. It is. Uh, the top eight, if I remember correctly... Was uh, an elf deck? An elf deck. Uh, an affinity deck? Uh, the elf deck was run by uh, Chris Anderson. Cranderson, for a lot of people calling. Uh, apparently he X and O'd that tournament, the Swiss part. Uh, it had two affinity decks in it, I believe, in the top eight. It had uh, a, uh, a living in deck. So what you're telling me is, is people that just don't want to play Legacy that are too cheap. People that that don't have Pick the budget. Pick up your Ravnica duels now. Yeah, the people that it's completely different from Legacy because there's no force of will. But you know what? I'm really digging. I really like modern, uh, mainly because there's no storm combo. And there's still hypergenesis, and there is a storm combo. Not in over. I mean, overextended. In modern, there is. What dragon storm? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it kind of is. Then why isn't Ryan and there's Legacy? still ad nauseum tendrils in modern. Where? Wait, no, I'm thinking no extended again. Uh, there's still a grape shot power master swath. Yeah, but that's easy. Easy. That's, you you that's never played against these decks. No, you don't well, know how that I, is. I've, I've seen it. It's not as ridiculous as Ant. Well, no, because that's legacy. But no one, what people, in my opinion, what you got to have is a completely different feeling than legacy or standard. 
if you have these mainstay legacy decks just like, oh, all I gotta do is swap out my duels and swap a few cards that are, you know, not there, uh, I can just go and play the same exact fucking deck. Don't have to change one style of play for it. It does the same thing. What does that mean? What incentive do I have to play that over legacy? Well, instead of comparing, like, these two formats to legacy and standard, we still, like, we need a middle format. Yeah. Let's compare them to each other. Modern opposed to overextended. Yeah, I like both of them. Modern, as you know, is their way of... It's old extended. Nothing is on the uh, uh, reserved list. On right. Well, n- neither is overextended. There's nothing in overextended on the no. reserved list? There's not okay. a one, there's not one thing. It, there's... I think the main argument that Gavin had for it, I was, I can't remember where I read somewhere, is it just opens up all the, the, the extra fetch lands. Yeah. That was his main, like, well, it's uh, ten counter, fetch lands. counter this argument, and then we'll go from there. Well, Instead of, like, what, five, five. Four, five, it goes to ten. Okay. So, I mean. There's, there's no difference there. Not. We can. I mean, you're fetching Ravnica duels anyway. Yeah, we can get any dual land anyway, so, like. Oh no, we like we're playing a red black deck, so instead of playing a scalding tarn to get our blood crypt, we're playing a blood stain mire to get our blood or crypt. Mesa, but yeah, it, it doesn't matter. We're still going to be playing scalding tarns and scalding tarns and arid mesas to get blood crypt anyway. I just still don't see how you get standard players or legacy players into that. You don't have to. You're getting extended players into that. The only people who play extended were kind of forced to. Exactly. People that like the old extended, like me, back before they changed it to the way it's double standard, like right now. Yeah. Before they changed it, before Dark Depths and all that, it was a really fun and, and a very enjoyable format. It wasn't very popular, but the format was really wide open, like Legacy was. I mean, there were there were Storm decks with, uh, like, the Grape Shot decks. There was uh, All in Red. Which, if if I build a deck for overextended, it's probably going to be all in red. If I if I build a overextended slash modern slash any middle ground deck, I'm going to just call it middle ground from now on because it's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's going to be sly uh, or burn. Yeah. It's going to be burn I because mean, I don't have a burn deck. And if I'm not going to be playing a format a lot, I'm going to have a deck that's going to be fairly easy to play. I, I think the main... it's not like you could walk up to the... Even after these formats break out, Whatever, whichever one breaks out. I don't play MTGO. Uh, I think you play a little moto. A little I, bit. I, I don't. I, you know, I spend sixty, seventy dollars on my Jace for the paper card. I don't want to spend that much on line for a fucking card I can't touch. But um, what I was getting to is, you know, if, if I'm gonna be playing, making decks for formats that you can't just walk up to the average Joe. Hey, do you have an overextended or a modern deck? Hey. Do you have, I mean, most people are like, yeah, i got a standard or a legacy deck. Well, More on the standard end. People are going to start building these decks. Like, I'm pretty positive that Gavin Varia already has an overextended deck, like, built paper. I'm, I'm pretty sure he does, too. I'm, I'm pretty sure he has four or five. Like, he's he's trying to get this format, like, as a, because he's the one that's actually doing something. Everybody's saying, oh, they should do this, oh, should they, they should do that, let's do this, let's do that. Well, you can sit here and say all that shit. And he's the one and actually he, doing stuff. And he can stuff. spend all this time he wants, he can put all his resources into this, mm-hmm. and he can do it. And he can have the 50 to 60 or 70 players online at this tournament. But if Wizards doesn't back it, it's going to go nowhere. You know that, and I know that. I don't know about that, because... Well, 
Well, the only way it way. happens is this. Wizard backs it or Star City backs it? I think Star City will back it. And take away what? From their legacy plays? No, they... When, when is this tournament going to happen? Uh, it could be a side event. A side event? Yeah. Because they have Two-Headed Giant. I understand. They have extended events. I understand they have all these. Like, it's not going to be a big but, event. But they're going to have to drop the two-headed or the, or yeah. the extended. Some so, the, to run modern or, or overextended. They'll probably drop extended because I remember at Star City Games. Without an official Wizards ban list is what I'm trying to say. An official Wizards ban list. And without a major tournament director, major, you know what I'm saying, Wizards backing it for PTs or uh, Star City you know, backing it for a either a huge side event where it's lucrative and it's worth people playing, it's not. No one's going to play it. So why not, shop owners are not running extended tournaments because no one fucking plays it. Uh, let's put it like this: the the last time Wizard said we're not doing this, forget about it, we're done, and then somebody stepped up and actually said, "Hey, I want to do this." Wizards picked it back up. This was. Three or four years ago, when uh, I can't remember his name, he he lives over in Arizona. He's the Sun Mesa events coordinator. He started up states again because they dropped states. The state tournaments were done. They were said we're dropping states. Not enough showings. We're done with it. We're gonna have game day instead or something like that. And what we had one year where we had no states. Nobody loved it. Nobody liked it because States was a tournament where the people that are in between pro and casual players could go to to try to better their game. Play against their local pro. Right. And if you won that, it inspires you to get to get even more. So he went and said, hey, I'm going to start. He ran one year of States that he ran. Coordinators from across the nation went to him about it. Ran it through him. It was standard. It was okay. Everybody ran it. It was amazing turnout, and Wizards picked it back up. They made him the head of it too. I'm pretty sure. Like he's not—he doesn't really run it, but he—he's definitely like the founder of modern day stuff. Well, if someone gets behind something and pushes it hard enough, it'll happen. But what I'm saying is, Gavin Verhey can push as hard as he want wants to, but if Wizards doesn't back this or Star City doesn't yeah. back it. It's not just. It's not going to happen. You can't I, I run off just MTGO. I, I mean, I don't understand. The minute Wizards backs it or Star City backs it, I might make a day. Yeah, and I, I might try to start getting a little play group going. I don't see why they wouldn't back it. Because I have gets, no, I have no doubt in my mind that if if enough people start emailing them, start twittering them, start. Saying it everywhere on message boards that we want a, a middle ground format, that that they won't pick it up. Mm-hmm. But if you just have a few little sputterings here and a few other sputterings there, it, it's not it's not going to pick up. Yeah, and that's mean, my thoughts on it. I don't think that I don't think that a middle ground because we have draft, we have uh, sealed, we have standard, and we have legacy, and we have vintage, which no one plays because extended. it costs costs so much. And we have extended, which I don't even include because no one fucking plays it. It's like three decks that are viable. Yeah, and it's mainly a type two deck. It's the most viable and, deck. And they're mainly type two Cold decks. Blade. Well, no, it's not even Coldblade. It's fairies. No, Coldblade's number one. Then extended right now. What? Yeah, it is. Well, it's okay. it's All right. really stupid. All right. Anyway, either way, Coldblade with Cryptic Man. That's that's what the deck is. 
Either way, it's it's just miserable. No one wants to play it. And if do they, you like, do you like modern? Do, or do I like the thought of modern? Co- comparing modern to overextended, which do you like more? Well, a part of me wants to say overextended. That way, I can change like three cards in my goblin deck and still play my goblin deck. I won't have to make a overextended deck. I can right. just buy all the Ravnica duels. Except and, for Aether Vile's band, banned. Aether Vile is banned, so I probably wouldn't do that then. Yeah. See, that's why I'm liking Overextended, just because the ban list. Like, both of them have a lot of pros and cons to the format. I the, really liked Modern's ban list. The, the Wizards the biggest, put out. I do not. That, that's why, why I'm leaning to, more towards Overextended. Why? Because it didn't ban Hypergenesis? It didn't ban Hypergenesis. It didn't ban well, anything the, from Fairies at all. Why? Fairies is so dominant in, in Old Extended. Just turn to Bitter Blossom. Oh, looks like I win. <laughs> Whoops, Miss Vine Click. Gotcha. Yeah, it. I see what you're saying, but it just, it's still. I, I can see the the modern format becoming very stale very fast as opposed to overextended. I can see modern becoming uh, Hypergenesis decks, Living Index, uh, Fairies, Callblade, Scapeshift. That's the five decks in, and elves. in modern. Not even elves. No elves. Miss, middle misstep. Counter any one drop they have. Middle misstep is. Yeah, middle misstep is gonna shit. be brutal in either format. It's a bunch <laughs> of horseshit. Um. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on. Let's get let's get past this. Yeah. What 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 do you play? What's uh what's your main deck that you're focusing on in Legacy right now? Dave? Well, I'm, I'm almost done. I just got. I just got a good deal on four Tarmogoyf, so I'm pretty much done. Done. With my uh, Legacy Zoo deck, other, zoo. other than uh, the sideboard, and I'm gonna net deck card and copy Chris Cohenberger's there you go. deck. Drop those low mines and those queer decks, please. No, no, I'm talking about his uh, mono blue control deck. Oh yeah, that deck. I thought yeah. you were talking about Zoo. Which zoo I did. Deck. I did pick up. I think uh, eight or nine uh, energy fields for a dollar fifty a piece. And they're thirteen dollars now. I'm so sick. I do not understand why people buy them at that price. They're so bad. It's so sick. It's like I'm, I'm watching the SCG live. I'm like, he's in the final match. I'm going ahead and buying back to basics and energy fields. And what happens? Back to basics and energy fields like quadruple. They like quintuple in price. That's it, a lot more than that. That's thirteen tuple. If they went from shut 1 up. to 13, that's more than five shut times. How about you shut do you, up? Do you know basic math? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm just working on those two decks. I really like Zoo. Zoo and Mono Blue? I, I'm just exact. I'm just glad that Zoo top aided. That's a brave soldier. I did read somewhere that it was Zoo and Mirfold that took up a large portion. Yeah, it's not uh, hard day to. T- two. It's not. A, it's not hard to top eight when, like. Uh, aggro decks like uh, Merfolk and Zoo make up over half the field. So, uh, well, that's fine. Zoo's still fun to play. And uh, then that one hive mind. It's out fun of... to play against because you know you're you're dealing with a constant threat on the board. I don't know. Uh, but there's that... no combo pieces to fall apart. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, I top deck this here. I'm gonna put it on the board. Can you fix it? Can you re- can you remove it? Can you kill it? No. Okay. Well, then you lose. Yeah. Because I'm bringing the beats hard. So so you're 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 trying to focus on the mono blue deck and the zoo deck. I'm try- I'm still focusing on my mud deck. That's what I'm gonna be playing for a long time. I spent way too much money to build 
anything else right yeah, now. Yeah, it is a cool deck, and you play it pretty well. I, like, I mean, that's... I'm not going to say you're playing it like, you know, the best that you could ever play it, but neither am I. That's, that's the only way to really get good at something is to play it a lot. You can't yeah, just like that, switch decks, switch decks, Like deck, that guy playing Mono Blue that won Louisville, he's like, yeah, the only cards I've added to this thing in a year and a half has been Middle Misstep. What was that combo deck you were telling? Somebody was running a combo deck and they didn't know how to do the combo. Oh, the uh, the guy that was running the um, <laughs> what was that? Uh, the uh, the the, the Imperial Recruiter bullshit. Oh yeah, the, he was running a Lurin. Yeah, I didn't even know how the deck ran. He that, people, please know how to run. He deck. was what like X and O and going into a feature match and the guy's like, no, no, no. This was before a feature match. He actually lost. He was X one uh-huh. going into day two, and he uh, he lost his feature match I think too, but he he was definitely playing Alluring and the guy he's like Alluring because 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 from what I hear is like combo players will board out parts of a combo because you know people will scoot the old Mike Long trick I guess I don't know yeah you don't know about Mike Long do you no, no. Mike Long is this guy that uh. He is the original. He he is the originator of the modern day combo decks, but he's a blatant cheater too. But uh, he one time in like I'm pretty sure the finals of a Grand Prix, he is playing an old combo deck that used uh, squandered resources and uh, something else, and it killed with uh, drain life or no consume spirit, one of the two, drain life. Oh yeah, it was drain life, and uh, he ran two in his main deck. This was like game two or game three. He had bordered one out. And earlier in the game, he had you had to use a drain life to stay in the game. And then he was going through, started going off on his combo. And the guy's like, do you have the drain life? He's like, yeah. He just like flashed him a card. And the guy's like, okay, and scooped him up. He didn't have a win condition left in this deck. That's ballsy. Yeah. You don't have to answer that, right? Like, you, you, you just flashed it. Like, if he was like, yes, this is a drain life, that's lying and showing him the card. But he just went and just flashed now, him cards. Now, I would have said, I wouldn't have flashed any cards. I would have looked at him and said, what do you think? <laughs> of course I do. That's not a yes or a no. Or, or I, I, I run two main deck. That is not a lie, so. That is not a lie, but still. The, 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 anyways, the guy, like, game two, he allurins, like, okay, he allurins, the guy goes, all right, I know the combo. You got it. Let's go to game two. I mm-hmm. think. So he goes into game two. He gets locked down, and the guy's like, okay, go ahead. I want to see it. Just in case he boarded out some part of the combo. And the guy didn't, he didn't even know, know how, how to do, do it. it. He actually had to call a judge over. The judge was like. He's like, can you, ha- can you explain to me? No, the judge was like, no, you've got to play the combo out if the other player asks it. No, that's not the thing. If a, if a player asks for you to do it, all you have to do it is for one time. Like, okay, for that combo, yeah, you can ask them to play out the whole combo. Things like for infinite, like oh, I gain a billion life. All you have to do is show them the combo once. You don't have to do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Apparently, that deck, the learn deck, is a long, drawn out combo. It actually isn't. The, it's the like combo four cards. Is, all right, the combo is. I know the combo. No, that. it's annoying. It's a, like one in a tournament deck. You might see one ever in I your entire life. If I had the money, I, if I had oh, I don't know, a thousand eight, bucks, eight hundred dollars for a playset of Imperial yeah. Recruiters. Speaking of a car that needs to get reprinted, um, either way, he didn't know how to play his combo, so please, just, if you're playing combo in Legacy, people are going to make you show it, even though 
there are some com- combo decks. It's like, dude, really, I, I need to play this out. I mean, you you lose unless you've got to show me a force of will and, and I'll play it out. Oh, you don't have it? Well, you lose. So if a player asks you to do it, you have to do it. I understand that. Yep. I understand that, but some people are dicks. Uh, it's not really a dick move, because like in that case, uh, if if you don't know how to do it and you're like, no, I don't have to do it, then yeah, I'm gonna make you do it. Like I always make people God, play it. I out. would I would have probably scooped up and went and got to the car and went home. Like if you didn't know how to do it, like if you were that guy, I'd be like, damn it, damn it, no, I didn't no, think no, anybody was gonna call me. I would have literally me. scooped up. I would have said, good game, sir, and I would have packed my shit up and went home. At, at being X two or no, that was even game two. I don't know. I, I would have, after that so round, I would have found somebody that knew how to do the deck and showed me how to play it. Uh, excuse me, um, LSV? Can, <laughs> yeah. This is my deck. Can you show me how to play it? I'm, LSV. I'm, I'm X2 right now. No, I'm X1. X1, whatever. Uh, LSV, I know it's day two of Grand Prix, but uh, I'm X1. <laughs> Speaking of LSV, guess who got Cruel Ultimatum in Legacy on game or on day two? LSV. Cruel Ultimatum in Legacy. I know. He, yeah. That is insane. He's seven mana sorcery requiring seven colored mana. He's Get pretty, there. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, what, anyways, what was our next topic? Um, oh, oh. by the way, next week we're going to uh, pick out a budget deck for Legacy. And we're going to dedicate a good like chunk, maybe, uh, maybe the second segment of the show, a good 30 minute block on basically breaking it down, best way to obtain these cards, and base, best way to play the deck. Um, we'll probably start somewhere like Elves or Affinity. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a deck that uh, people won't have to spend a lot of money on. It, it's pretty much a budget deck. This is to encourage people to get into Legacy. That These, aren't, the, these are going to be decks without Force of Will. Definitely no without of Imperial Recruiter. Without uh, <laughs> without two hundred dollar. Try to be without dual lands. It's going to be minimum duels, if any. Yeah, I mean, this is decks that you're going to spend. Thinking lands, maximum of fetches. Yeah, maximum of five hundred dollars, probably five hundred, six hundred dollars. It probably wouldn't even scrape five hundred. Like, probably like affinity. Affinity is probably like what three hundred. Well, there's two hundred. There's two schools of affinity, which we may get into next week. That's that's true. Uh, uh, Anyways, let's we're, we're gonna go into our you know everyone has their shout outs. This is our big up. We're gonna go into our big ups. Big ups. Blow it up. Um, we, we got we gotta thank the big the big stores in Alabama. We gotta thank Visions, Crimson Castle, uh, Legions, and Quality Collectibles. I haven't been to, uh, I haven't been to CJ's, but I've here our uh, Todd Anderson uh, I works for CJ's. them a little bit. I haven't been to CJ's either. The main ones I go to are. Uh, Visions uh, down in Montgomery. Uh, uh, they're they're down there on Atlanta uh, Highway on on Highway 80. Um, I go to Legions. Which That's is, at uh, the summit. It's at the summit in in Birmingham. In it's, Birmingham. It's the biggest store in Birmingham. The uh, shop owner up there is pretty uh, pretty cool. He hosts tournaments. Uh, Crimson Castle's over in Vestavia Hills. No. No. It's in Tuscaloosa. It no. Crim- yeah, Crimson Castle. Cr- Crimson well, Castle. Is, Kingdom Comics is in Vestavia. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, they're they're not the best, but uh, I'm not Crimson gonna Castle's talk. About that. Probably the best store in Alabama. I'm just gonna. They're the biggest one. Yeah, they're by the far. biggest. Uh, by they're, far. they're easily the most notable. Um, that, that, that's where uh, they used to hold regionals and states up there, I believe. Yeah. Uh, um, and then quality collectibles is where I go. Yeah, quality is where we go. It's 
Uh, so I don't know Jasper, if it's the closest. Legions is probably the closest for us, but it's about the same distance, probably. Um, we go Wednesday night Legacy at, at, at uh, Legions, and uh, uh, Saturday or Friday night draft are our standard. Friday, Friday night is their F and M night, which is usually standard. Sometimes it's draft. Saturday's almost always uh, standard, but there's a two-headed giant once a month, and then uh, Tuesday's draft for quality. They're they're in Jasper, Alabama, where. Uh, on That's highway. where the men are men and the sheep are nervous. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Walker County, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, Walker County. Where, where, where the uh, men are men and the sheep are nervous. That, too. And, I don't know, some random teeth joke. Yeah. Insert tooth joke here. Insert toothless joke there. Right. Um... That's CJ's, pretty. We might we might pop in there one one weekend. Yeah, check it out. Uh, Todd's been talking about it being a pretty good place, so I want to see what he's talking about. Um, I definitely definitely want to give a big up stall them. I know it's hard running these shops. I know it's really tough because it's not, you're not going to make a lot of money doing this stuff. It's it's it's, it's got to be all about the love. It, it, it's fun. It's fun for them. It's they they get to see all their friends that they make. Uh, they do make a little bit of money. It, it, uh, Crimson Castle's been killing it, man. They've been running tournaments out there ringing. They just moved into a new building not too long ago. It's really big. It's really nice. It's actually where I'm going to be this whole weekend is playing up at, uh, well, I'm actually going to visit my brother. I'm going to be in uh, Tuscaloosa visiting him. and uh, Hopefully playing a few games up there, possibly with Adam Kai, maybe getting in some Legacy, uh, hopefully. Uh, and uh, maybe we'll see. I want to give some big ups to Mr. Uh, David Painter because he's a pretty swell guy. He nope. owed oh, oh three <laughs> drops. Mr. Mr. O3 himself. Mr. Tanajer Bose. The the O3 dropper. The O3 dropper. Um, I want to give a big ups to my mother. I want to give big ups to Day Day's mother as well. Yeah. She knows how to keep a house clean. Yeah. Oh, I also want to give big ups to uh, Baby Monkeys Riding Pigs. Cause that the fucking... <laughs> baby Monkeys! <laughs> baby Monkeys! I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> I, can't, I think it was MTG Explosion. They absolutely ruined my day. They it's made my stuck day. Stuck in my head. If they happen to listen to me, any of the guys from MTG Explosion, if y'all happen to hear this, y'all made my day today. <laughs> June 1st, it... it Shit was ridiculous. The day, June first, the day baby monkeys rode pigs. I don't. I think it was way before June. Yeah, first, it's probably that. But this, the day your mind exploded. That's gonna wrap up our episode. So episode uh, two, dose. Episode it's dose in Spanish is two. Thank you. Episode four, square rooted. Square rooted. Square rooted. All right. Um, either way, big ups. Uh, big ups to the listeners. Yeah, hopefully we're getting some. All two of you, because, like, tell, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Leave some comments on MTG Cast. Definitely leave some comments. We, um, we, we, we get, like, $20. If you just fucking hate us, say that. If you like us, say that. Um, if you want to be our friends, at, at Scoop Phase, we're on Twitter. We're, we're working on a website. We'll get that up for y'all. Uh, any suggestions, just let us know. My, I'm, I've been trying to talk to Jonathan Medina about getting on here, joining us, but... Uh, We'll see. Just tune in next week, guys. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Bye.